now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're at it again, aren't we? Yes, we are. Just driving up and down the road, picking up songs wherever we find them. Well, that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, they're out there everywhere. We dust them off. And, um, and we play with them. We, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's but, what we do. <laughs> well, people ask us, they say... Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. Well, it's a fair question. It's, uh, you know, we have an opinion and we have a definition. We have a definition. And that definition is that it's music with distinctive distinctive American American roots. roots. And having said that, it's kind of all over the place. Well, it is. You know, it could be Dixieland. It could be Cocktail. Oh, it could be? Uh, I can't wait to hear that. Uh, it could be uh, minstrel. I said barbershop last time, but yeah. it could be that. It could be doo-wop. Show tunes. It could be rock and roll. Country. And of course, it could be Boogaloo. Boogaloo. And it is Boogaloo and right here on the American Boogaloo. Road Show. Absolutely. Yeah. All the, right. The format of the show is that uh, we each show up each week with a fistful of tunes vi- virtually. And we don't discuss it ahead of time. We do not. We do not. And uh, we uh, parse them out one at a time, and uh, we take turns starting the show. And uh, I think I started last time, didn't you I? You did. Okay, so you're up. Well, we're going to um, start out. <clears throat> so I, I woke up in the middle of the night. Thinking of songs from my childhood. Uh, our sister had a couple of tins. You know, they look yeah, kind of yeah. like fruitcake tins. They're a little bigger, full of 45s. Uh, yes, she did. Uh, which I, you inherited and then I inherited it. I it, actually washed those things off with soap and water in the sink. Because you remember I was a mobile DJ at the yes, time. Yes, you were. Yeah. So yeah, I remember those very well. And, um, and I had a couple that were my favorites. And I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about these. And one of them was Midnight in Moscow. Okay, uh, but uh, we can't play that because uh, it's uh, uh, was recorded by a British group, uh, which was uh, uh, Kenny Ball and his Jasmine. Gotcha. So I really wanted to do that, but I can't. Uh, so there was another one that I like, but I, I can't quite pronounce this guy's name. So I've invited my friend Pierre. Oh, Pierre, yes, uh, from the college That's over right. here. Yeah, huh? uh, and uh, he's going to help us pronounce this song. Okay, so, let's, uh, Pierre, let's... could you help us uh, with the enunciation of this guy's name? Uh, he's kind of we studious. We are looking at how to pronounce this name as well as how to say more. Yeah, Interesting we are. enough and mispronounced names. Yeah, but Some just of the this most one. mispronounced ones, in fact. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing for more learning. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, Whatever. Alois. Alois. Okay. Pretty straightforward once you know. Alois? Alois. Alois. So the guy's name was Alois Maxwell Hurt. <laughs> Wait a minute. Al Hurt. Uh, oh, no. Long way to get there. Oh, boy. But worth the trip. Uh, definitely. Just saying. Uh-huh. So uh, he was born in uh, 1922. 
And um, he, uh, his nickname, nicknames included Jumbo and the Round Mound of Sound. <laughs> Is that awesome? Oh, that's awesome. I would go for a name like that, I think. <laughs> he was born in New Orleans, and he's a son of a police officer. At the age of six, he was given his first trumpet, which had been purchased at a local pawn shop, of course. He played, I love this, in the junior police band with his friend, uh, Roy Fernandez, and uh, his other friend, um, Pete Fontaine. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you well, know, absolutely. They all grew up together, right? But he, uh, Fontaine, he was a clarinet, right? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, during this time, he was hired to play at the local horse racing track, beginning a six-decade connection to the sport. <laughs> he loved horse racing. Racing. But in 1940, he went to Cincinnati, Ohio, to study at the Cincinnati Conservatory of Music with Dr. Frank Simon who was a former soloist with the John Philip Sousa Orchestra. Oh, man, and we featured that orchestra <laughs> here did. before. Not too long ago. Right, yeah. right. So uh, he had a stint as a bugler in the United States Army during World War II, and then he performed with various swing bands, including uh, you know all the big ones, Tommy Dorsey, Jimmy Dorsey, Benny Goodman, and uh, Ina Ray Hutton. So, um, but he uh, he returned to New Orleans, and he worked with various Dixieland groups and his own bands, but he uh, he was so good that he attracted the uh, attention uh, of uh, major record labels, and he signed with RCA Victor. Now, listen to this. He posted 22 albums on the Billboard charts in the 50s and 60s. Whoa. I mean, that's over one a year. That is. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was out there all the time, but I had no idea it was that so, prolific. So the albums Honey in the Horn and Cotton Candy were both in the top 10 bestsellers for 1964. Wow. And that was the same year that he scored a hit single with his cover of uh, Alan Toussaint's tune, Java. Ah. Billboard number four. And that that's the tune, right? Okay. So, um, but from the 50s and 60s, uh, he and his band played nightly at uh, Dan's Pier 600 in um, New Orleans, which... Um, it was owned by his business manager, Dan uh, Levy Sr. He opened his own club on Bourbon Street in the French Quarter, which he owned from 62 to 83. And he also became a minority owner in the NFL expansion, New Orleans Saints, in 1967. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, isn't that cool? Wow. So, uh, but we're going to listen to this tune. I mean, he had so much great stuff, and, and it's, it's a little cliche, but it's it's from my childhood, from 1962, uh, to 1962, from the album Honey in the Horn, Al Hurt doing Java.
Stinger. 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 Hey, you know, uh, one thing I found out in researching this, that song originally was uh, recorded by a guy named uh, Alan Toussaint. Okay. Uh, on piano. Uh, and a really interesting dude. So we're going to swing back around and listen to some of his stuff Excellent. Later. We are great swingers. Uh, we swing around. We, we swing around. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, back to you, Leo. Uh, our buddy, Art Jackson. Oh, Art's great, He's man. great, man. Well, he's just a, a great source. Oh, you know, uh, Art is the first third cheek. He, that's right. He was the first third cheek. Boy, the first third, third cheek. cheek. Boy, put that hmm. on a business card. Yeah, I wonder who the second third cheek was. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. The, he uh, introduced me to a band called the Siegel Schwal Band, and they were uh, they were from Chicago area, right? Yeah, never heard of them. I hadn't either. But Roger, that's kind of the beauty of what we do because you know there's so much music out there, and we get turned on to it by our friends. You know, stuff that this this reminds me of something uh, when uh, John Hartford had this joke with the story he used to tell where this lady came out to listen to him play one night and on break she said I wish you'd play something I know so I'd know if you're any good or not <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly I tell you yeah I have I have found I mean I've stumbled into a lot of it but uh, boy the people that uh, send us ideas it's just fantastic. It is. Yeah. It, it makes all the difference. So anyway, moving right along. Well, uh, Corky Siegel and Jim Swall met each other when they were both music students at Roosevelt University. And uh, Siegel was a saxophonist who was mostly interested in the blues, while Schwal's background was mostly in country music. So when they got together and combined the two genres, which mm. is a $10 word in a two-bit mouth. That's yours. Yeah. They kind of formed a kind of a softer um, jazz thing. Okay. Right? And uh, they had uh, they played with a lot of big names too because everybody who in Chicago who was anybody uh, ended up coming and setting in with these two guys at one time or another. Wow! You know they were just big. Well, so they, they were kind of derriers. They were the derriers, sort of in their uh, in own Chicago fashion. in their own way. Yeah. They uh, it was it's kind of fun because uh, they were also the uh, first blues band to ever perform with a symphony. Oh, wow. They performed three pieces for Blues Band and Symphony Orchestra with the San Francisco Symphony. And the band, they still tour a little bit. Again, if I, if I ever have a chance to go out and listen to these guys, I'm going to do it. Anyway, a lot of fun. I'm going to go back to a, a recorded project they did from 1966. And it's a song called Karina, and it kicks butt. It's a really, really good song.
It's a little uh, kind of a male sound, right? right? You know, that blues thing. Uh, they, they hung out with those guys. Oh, cool. So that's where a lot of that sound comes from. Awesome. Know? Yeah, I like that. I'm glad you liked yeah. it. And Thanks, now Art. That was awesome. Art has got good taste. Yeah. 
All right, Roger, you're up. Okay, so I believe it was even the last show. Um, I featured a guy named Joel Zoss. Yes. That our buddy Jason turned us on to, right? right. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he's the guy that wrote um, Too Long at the Fair mm-hmm. that uh, Bonnie, Bonnie Ray covered. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said I was going to come back and cover him because, man, he's really great. And we're going to stay in that blues vein. Okay, cool. Uh, but this is from an album he did. It was called Florida Blues, and he recorded it in 2015. And we've done this song before. The song is Goodnight, Irene. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we did the Lead Belly. Right. Because, uh, you know, 12-string thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, man, he does a really cool version of it. Uh, so let's listen to it. Joel Zoss from 2015, Goodnight, Irene. Last Saturday night I got married Me and my wife settled down Now me and my wife, we are parted I'm gonna take another walk downtown
move into a bluesy thing here yeah. all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm just a fan of this guy. He really does some neat stuff. So thank you, Jason, for turning me on to that guy. He's good. James yeah, he really Ross. is. He's something. Nice find. Yeah, you know what? Oh, wait a minute. We are out of time. We are out of time. Yeah, and tomorrow's moving day, of course. It's always moving day. So we got to go out and uh, police the area, pick up the trash. And you got to air up that tire. Uh, and you know what? It's your turn. <laughs> nice try. Okay. Somebody has to keep track. So okay, go put on that fine. silly little outfit. Don't make fun of my outfit. <laughs> okay. I won't. Okay. Go put on your protective gear. My protective gear. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, so uh, this is the Americana Roadshow. We'll be right back here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. <laughs> well, we're back. We're back. Yeah. And um, I got to get my gear off here. Yeah. It but, takes uh, a while, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, it's, it's not much. It's a mask and a chest protector and mm-hmm. shin guards. Yeah. You know, those tires blow up sometimes, and I'm not taking any chances. I, you know, that's fine. No. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, okay with that. How, how was the tire, by the way? Four pounds. Oh, so it's down a little it's bit. It's down a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. not enough to worry about. Well, no, we've had long drive here, yeah. so I think. Oh we're, yeah, we're, okay. yeah. we're good. Four pounds. Yeah, yeah we're no good. big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Okay, we're good. Well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Hillsboro, Ohio. Hillsboro, Ohio, yeah. it is. Uh huh. And, and it's in, well, listen, we're kind of equidistant uh, from big Ohio towns, right? Mm-hmm. Just for, for we're near. Uh, the largest city near Hillsboro is Dayton, Ohio, right? right? That's about 56 miles. Cincinnati mm-hmm. is about 59 miles. Okay. And Columbus is 66 miles. So we're kind of in this... Boy, we're, we're triangulating Yeah, here. we're triangulating here. Yeah. But the, the city was planted in 1807, as the lady down at the uh, library told me. And the, the big thing here in Hillsboro is over Fourth of July weekend, uh, they have a big thing called Festival of the Bells. Okay. And see, uh, Hillsboro was famous for the production of steel alloy bells. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They were shipped around the world. So uh, we missed it. Maybe next year we'll try to be here over the 4th of July. And You know what? It. What? Grandpa Krug's Bell was produced there. It was, it was the C.H. Uh, bell, bell Company. C.H. Bell Company. And that, now that you mentioned that, I do remember that. And that bell is at your house. It's at my house in uh, Kansas City. In Kansas City, yeah. And uh, it was originally at the original uh, Methodist Church. And right, the old built, German Methodist Church. And then they rebuilt uh, a church. And uh, the story I'm going with is that Grandpa won that bell in a poker game with the minister. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. Grandpa never had played a hand of poker in his life. You know, but it's funny when we when we put that bell up at the place. I did some research on it because there was a, a, a cast. It in, said what it was. Yeah, thing. yeah. And sure enough, that did not hit me until now. Well, ding, ding, ding. Well, as the bell goes, as the bell goes. Yeah, way to go. Thank you, Leo. That's well, great. you're welcome. I mean, what an unexpected pleasure it is to figure that out. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, people ask us. They say. Derriers, exactly. Why is it you travel across this country in that old RV of yours and stay in uh, Shady Grove RV parks and um, uh, you know get, uh, church bells, church bells, yeah, <laughs> and stuff, and stuff, and stuff, and but, stuff. You know, we, it's you know, what we do basically. It's, it's kind of where we're at and what we right. do, and and you know, unlike our compadres here on uh, Truckers the, Radio USA who have these things called ranches. ranches, we don't we don't call our well. well that's a long story, but it is a ahead. long story. I mean, I mean for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch right. in the Dos Cabezas Mountains, which sounds so much like Dos Cervezas. We should just call it the Dos Cervezas. We might start. Doing we might. That. Yeah. 
Alan Bailey has a swinging gate ranch out in western Kansas. Tennessee right. Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And, of course, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And we used to kind of whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch, but our pal Suzanne set us straight on that. She, she did. Said, Look, you guys, you have the biggest ranch of all. You've got the entire continental United States. You could say that we have a ranch. Without fences. And boy, did it ever change our attitude. Oh, yeah. Boy, I tell you, thank you, Suzanne, for that. And we roamed the range on our ranch in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you ramble? Oh, yeah. Sweet Rosie. She gets us there every time. She does. A little air in the tires. A little gas in the tank. And top off the oil. There you go. Good to go. We're good to go. All right, Leo. Well, I believe it is your turn. We don't usually go to top 40 music, you know, with the show. We're always digging around in ditches yeah. and stuff and finding off the wall stuff. Sometimes it's appropriate. Sometimes it is. And I actually, uh, there was a song that came out a few years ago that... Everybody knows it. Everybody digs it. And at least half a dozen people have recorded it that I know of. It's a song called All About the Bass. Oh, sure. All About the Bass. Mm -hmm. Well, the the original person that wrote it, her name is Megan Trainer. All right? And uh, she was born in 1993, and uh, she's from Nantucket, Massachusetts. But um, she uh, she came kind of came to prominence with that record, with that uh, album she did. And uh, but the thing is that there's kind of a backstory to that too. The uh, the song was inspired by her struggle to accept her appearance and her feelings of insecurity about looking at pictures of herself. Yep, she had body image issues, right? Right. And this That's is her way to just kick it in the butt and say to hell with it. And uh, the quote about her mother telling her, you know, don't worry about your size. Well, that's a true thing. Wow. She said, just go out and and do it. Well, the uh, what happens was she was had wrote this uh, with a guy named. Uh, Caddish, I can't remember his first name now, uh, but they wrote it in 2013, and they shopped it to several labels, uh, and nobody wanted to produce it. Nobody wanted to distribute it for them. They said it was not synth poppy enough. It wasn't not you know because it's kind of it's kind of a 50s doo-wop sort of approach. Kinda, to yeah, song. yeah. Sure. So they just said okay, fine. And so they went out and uh, sold about a million copies, <laughs> copies of it. And it remains one of the most popular songs still. Yeah, Everybody sure. knows it's about the very bass. Very identifiable. Very identifiable. Yeah. So this is her original recording uh, from uh, 2014. Megan Trainer, all about that bass. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Boom. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size too. But I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. Cause I got that boom, boom that all the boys chase. All the right junk in all the right places. I see the magazines working that Photoshop. We know that shit ain't real. Come on now, make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up. Cause every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Yeah, my mama, she told me, don't worry about your size. She says, boys like a little more booty to hold a
you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. Yeah, that's you, great. You pointed out to me, and I forgot. I guess we did feature that once before. We did a cover back in uh, episode thirty-three. If well, as long as go back and listen, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, great song on my part. Mm-hmm. I love that version. Roger, it's back to you. Uh, our pal Katie uh, turned me on to a person by the name of Sunny Sweeney. Now she was born in nineteen seventy-six in Houston and uh, moved to Austin. Went to Southwest Texas State. Then she moved to New York City, and uh, then she went back to school again, got a degree in public relations, <laughs> okay. and then she started a bar, a, a band, and started playing in local bars in Austin. <laughs> Why as, not? As you do, as, as one you does. Do. So in 2009, she was the first artist uh, to record with a company called Republic Nashville, which is a new, new recording company that just started. And um, her first uh, single was released in June of 2010, and it charted at number 58 on Billboard, wow. Country Tongue. So uh, pretty good. Um, so she has this new album that's just uh, come, it's actually coming out in 2022. There's one song that's been released so far, which mm-hmm. is kind of a new way to do it. Um, and a, a guy by the name of Paul uh, Cowthen joins her on this uh, thing. He's a pretty cool dude, and we'll look at him later, too. Um, but it's a song called uh, "A Song Can't Fix Everything," and uh, it's it's really uh, it's interesting. It starts out uh, with it says the that song can't bring my mother back to life, hmm. and it it kind of what it says is that music can transport us to the past, but it can't fix it. Well, okay. So it's a it's a cool uh, kind of retrospective type of thing. So from her album Married Alone from 2022, Sunny Sweeney doing A Song Can't Fix Everything. That song can't bring my mother back to life. Before three minutes it's like she's sitting in the living room. 
That song came, bring me back to high school But I can feel the bleachers underneath the small town moon That song can get me to Amarillo Before his flight takes off so I can change his mind That song can make him love me Stop him from leaving us behind I know a song can fix everything But tonight sitting here with this dream I remember the first time I heard his voice Through the speakers of my mother's Oldsmobile When my whole life was stretched out ahead of me Before I started spinning these wheels Yeah, thank you, Katie, for that. And and I'm going to follow up with uh, Paul Cowthin at some point. Uh, he's a pretty cool dude, and I like his stuff. Put so. it on the list. I got it on the list. I know. So do I. You got, we got these big buckets of lists. I we know. do. If we started playing them all back to back to date, we would die <laughs> before we got done. <laughs> Probably. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to live that long. That's true. Well, Leo, it's back to you. I got a guy named Merle Hazard. Oh, seriously? You heard me. Merle Hazard. Okay. Now, he's actually, that's kind of a, a, a guy that's a fake name. They call it a nom de guerre. Or how, I don't know how to pronounce that, whatever. 
the guy's name is John Shane, and he's a financial manager in Nashville. And so he created this guy, Merle Hazard. Uh, he's kind of pioneered a form of comic bluegrass economics on selected videos and stuff. And normally I wouldn't feature a, a kind of a novelty song like this, really, yeah. until I started reading up on it. And apparently he's friends of Allison Brown. Oh. She's, you know, and, she, yeah. and she's got a, 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 her own studio in Nashville called Compass. And um, so listen to the players that they've got involved in this thing. Besides Allison on the banjo, got uh, Tammy Rogers uh, King on fiddle, uh, Casey Campbell on mando, Chris Walters on piano. These guys are all still. Wow. And guess yeah. who's on bass? Missy Rains. Oh wow! And guess who's doing backup vocals? Claire Lynch. Oh my! So she, he's got a, an all-star cast. Yeah, obviously. sure. So anyway, the whole thing started when he's talking about um, a way to kind of explain economics and the worldish situation and stuff. In song, and uh, he just kind of started writing this crazy stuff. Well, in this particular song, there's a ten set, a ten a ten second silence, right? Okay, okay, that's homage to a guy named John Cage. Yeah, you know about John Cage? Sure. Okay. Yeah. His most revolutionary uh, composition it was called uh, Four Thirty Three. Right, mm-hmm. which is four minutes and thirty-three seconds of silence. Right, that he recorded in nineteen fifty-two. Yep, uh, we studied him. Did in, you really in, in college? Well, his thing was, uh, he said that the, 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 his performance, nothing, no music, nothing. He just sat at the piano, and he said people didn't get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Really, John? Uh, <laughs> he said there's no. He said there's no such thing as silence. What they thought was silence. Uh, because they didn't know how to listen, was full of accidental sounds. So you could hear the wind stirring outside during the first movement, and during the second, you could hear raindrops pattering on the roof, and then during the third, people, uh, the third uh, se- segment, people uh, were making all kinds of interesting sounds as they walked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. didn't really get it either, but uh, <laughs> conceptually, uh, you know, I so guess. So if you listen to the song, all these are elements in there, and okay. there's a bunch of fun stuff, but it's really well recorded and, and well played. So, But it's a good warning to let people know there are 10 <laughs> yes, seconds of yes. silence. Well, because, because occasionally with internet radio, you do get a little bit of a... Oh, yes, yeah. you do. And uh, so. I think we'll just break that silence up so people okay. don't go freaking out on it, yeah. all right? Okay. We'll think of something to say. We, okay. always, we always do. All right. So it's, this the song is called... Give me some of that old atonal music. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I dedicate this song to my father. My dad was a composer. Modern was his style. His music always made you think it never made you smile. He wrote for chamber orchestra, now and then for voice. Tonality in daddy's world was just another choice. Papa's compositions came in rigid 12-tone rows. There was no tonal center to the music he composed. He was a lover of complexity, some have said pretense. His music wasn't joyful, it was just abstract and dense. Give me some of that holy tonal music, it lingers in my ears. Schoenberg and Albenberg were the genre's pioneers. Keep your Bach and Chopin, they're melodic and passe. Give me some of that old atonal music like Daddy used to play. Give him some, Allison. Oh! 
already left us. Life has been so hard. There aren't enough musicians who embrace the avant-garde. No one plays a tonally at their home or on the stage. I miss Igor Stravinsky, my dad, and old John Cage. And now for something completely different. A man with three buttocks. Give me some of that only tonal music like my daddy used to write. It was hard to sing if you were first impossible by sight. Emotion is for simple folk. Art should be arcane. Some compositions feed the heart. My daddy's fed the brain. Give me some of that only tonal music. How I love those random hops. I've tried to write that way myself, but I'm not as skilled as pops. Keep your Brahms and Chopin, they're melodic and passe. Give me some of that old atonal music like Daddy used to play. I miss you, Daddy. I miss you, Daddy. <laughs> you know, you have to be really good to play that bad. Allison just cracks yeah, me up. That's funny. It, it really stuff. is. I looked up the video, and the, the whole session is like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? What? Um, I've been shopping for a new car. You can't afford a new car. Well, I, maybe I can. Yeah? If, if I can get one at this price. Okay. Give it a listen. It's the right car at the right price. Chrysler Newport, still 2964. It's the right size. It's the full size. Chrysler Newport, still 2964. For Chrysler sets the pace. In performance, in beauty, in grace. It's the right car at the right price. Chrysler Newport at $29.64. So this puts me in the mood to just march right down to the Chrysler dealership, River Aquai style, and uh, demand <laughs> Chrysler, Chrysler for $29.64. I'm getting it for $29.64. They advertise they it for that for They said right there. That's right. For Chrysler sets the pace In performance, in beauty, in grace It's the right car at the right price Chrysler Newport at $29.64 well, we're, we're backing up. Well, we are backing up. That's what we do. We back up. Well, we are the derriers. We are. That's kind of our job. That's it. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. Yes. That's right. Well, this is the part of the show where we, you know, we just quit messing around with it. We just get right down and beg. beg. We're uh, begging. Yeah, beg people to go to our websites. You know, we put stuff up there all the time. And, and we work hard. We work hard at it. Yeah, that's and, right. And go take a look, you know, just, for crying out loud. How much time would it take you to yeah. just go click on the link? You click, know? Go, go to thederrieres.com. The Please it. just remember the. Yeah, don't forget the. Don't forget that. If you, for, if you forget the, you will never forget it. Never forget what it. What you see. Nope. Yeah. Won't happen. Yeah, we speak from experience. <laughs> Two or three experiences, <laughs> but yes. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, of course, uh, and the one for the band is. Well, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Yeah. And we put our uh, uh, schedule up there, and you can buy stickers if you want. You can order our CD. Yeah, all that stuff. All that stuff. And, uh, you know, one thing you can do, um, uh, if you go to the website, you will find a lot of content. content. And if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be. Content, but there's so much you there can become confused. Confused, yeah. In which case, you just 
contact us, and we'll help you out. Yeah, there yeah. are contact us tabs at both websites. Uh, of course, you can get right to us with our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. Don't forget the the. <laughs> the and mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederrieres.com. Don't forget the. Don't the. forget the. We just want to say. We're just saying. Don't forget the. The. Don't forget the. The. We don't have to say the. the. No, we have to say just that. Just say, don't forget the. Don't forget the. <laughs> it's kind it's of just, a hanging part of the It's just hangs yeah. there, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and you know, the other thing you can do is if you go to thederriers.com, uh, go to the uh, Americana Roadshow tab. You can download uh, or listen to any of our past episodes uh, and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your... Leisure, leisure suit, suit yeah. yes. And, and exciting news now. Oh, yeah. You can also uh, find all of our past episodes on Spotify. That's right. Just go in and look for Americana Roadshow. And it, hang out. Just get it's on there. the road and start driving and put on one of our shows. And, and then just listen to the next listen one. Listen to the, and the next and one. The next after one. that. Yeah. You don't have to listen to them in order. No. Mix it up. They're all good. They're all good. All right. Where were we? It's back to me. Oh, good. I stumbled upon a guy. I do a lot of stumbling, as you know. Yes, you do. A guy by the name of Joseph Joseph Huber. Uh, he's from the state of Wisconsin. And this is kind of interesting. It says, uh, he seems to bring forth the varied voices of whatever it may be that lies dormant within either the fertile soil or the callous concrete of the world. That's quite a statement. That's a statement. Yeah, so he brings out all the dormant things. Yes. You know, now uh-huh. that can be good or bad. I, I, I'm going for good. Okay, good. Because I have I like a positive that. thinker. Yeah, now he's one of the founding members of the 357 String Band. Um, and it says a group that would probably fit better in today's Americana-saturated environment <laughs> than in the early to middle aughts. And, uh, but he's moved on. And okay. matter of fact, when he left the band, the band broke up. Uh, but you know what? We're going to go listen to some of their <laughs> okay, stuff because it's right. pretty cool, too. But let's listen to him. This is an album from 2019 uh, called Moondog, and it's the title cut. Joseph Huber doing Moondog. Ever been, you just kept playing your song and then you played it even louder, even when they said when you got a tattoo, you didn't think it through. Now you're getting gone to go be somebody new. Two less soldiers to bump into, letting loose while truth settles in. Well, for 16 years, your mama papa told you that you know someday you got to put it all down, but you just didn't listen. You just couldn't listen. You just kept a wishing that look at you now. Well, you're out there, rolling like a moon dog, hollering at the night I believe Everybody told me that you'd always be running and you never settled down. Got a plenty of steam, just running out of green. Got enough for cheap beer and gasoline. Well, Mama told you, don't you let it make it mean. But you're harder than the hinges of eternity. I see you got new lines on your old face. Try to fix it all hard with the new place. Freedom or most got a taste and no case for getting lean. Then for 22 years, your mama papa told you, don't you know, someday you got to put it all down, but you just didn't listen. You just couldn't listen. You just kept a wishing and look at you now. Well, you're out there crawling like a moon dog, howling at the night. I believe you're out, and everybody told me that you'd always be a running and you never
between low and lower still Just respect the scent with your spine to chill And old ghosts floating like a wind under your sill You got those old tunes that still feel new Enough to kick up a little dust too There ain't no sense in saving you You gotta do just what you will Now for 34 years your mama pop Told you don't you know someday you got to put it all down But you just didn't listen, it just couldn't listen It just kept a wishing and look at you Everybody told me that you'd always be running and you never said okay. There you go, dead end, yeah. right there. That's Cajun kind that's, of that's sound, pretty yeah. pretty Cajun, yeah, yeah, it really is. I like that guy. Really cool. All right, Leo, well, it's back to you. Here's a guy, you're going to recognize his name immediately, okay. right? Baldemar Garza Huerta. Yep. Yep. Freddie Fender. Oh, wow, all right. <laughs> yeah, this is a guy, I, I, I've listened to his music a lot. I've always enjoyed his stuff. He was, he was actually born in uh, San Benito, Texas, and um, he made his radio performance at the age of 10. Wow. On a radio station in Harlingen, Texas. And then he, he had a big hit, a Spanish hit. It was called, uh, I can't remember if I, if I can pronounce it, Paloma Cuerda, I think. Anyway, right. he dropped out of school at the age of 16 in, in the early 50s. And when he turned 17, he enlisted for three years in the U.S. Marine Corps. And, you know, he did his whole service and everything. He had a, a new name, though, a different name then. He was known as the El Bebop Kid. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was big in South America and Mexico at the time. And, you know, but he took the name of. Freddie Fender, right? He took the name Fender from the guitar and amplifier, right? Of course. We know about Fender stuff. And Freddie, because the alliteration sounded good and would sell better with the gringos. <laughs> so That's marketing right there, he, he baby. He had something going for it right there. Yeah, heck yeah. Now, he, here's the thing. He, uh, he got in a little bit of trouble. And uh, he and a band member in 1960, they were arrested for possession of marijuana in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oops. And back in the day, that carried a whole lot bigger uh, penalty phase right. than it really does now. But anyway, he served nearly three years in the Louisiana State Penitentiary, but he was released through the intervention of, guess who? Jimmy Davis. Oh, really? Who we featured before on this yeah, program, right? Right, right. Yeah. He said, listen, we got to get this out. These two good of a performer. We got to get him out of jail. So he said, now, you stay away from music while on your probation as a, you know, as a condition of your release. But by the end of the 1960s, he was back in Corpus Christi and he was working as a mechanic and, you know, doing everything. But his big break, his final part of his life, he hooked up and formed a band called the Texas Tornado. Yeah. And that is an amazing band, you yep, know, yep, yep. The, 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 the talent that was in that band, and unreal. Anyway, um, one final thing. On June 5th, 2005, uh, he was present for the dedication of a 1.4 million water tower in San Benito that bore his likeness on the tower. Oh, seriously? You can still go down and look at that. Freddie Fender, uh, Wasted Days and Wasted Nights from 1959. Wasted days and wasted nights I have left for you behind For you don't belong to me Your heart belongs to someone else 
Why should I keep loving you When I know that you're not true And why should I call your name When you're the blame For making me blue Don't you remember the day That you went away and left me I was so lonely Great for you only Why should I keep loving you When I know that you're not true And why should I call your name When you're the blame For making me That's a good one, Leo. Yeah, it is a good one. Good I like, pick. Yeah, I like that song. Hey, you know what? What? We are out of time. Oh, we are out of time. Yeah. We really are. And uh, uh, we need to figure out where we're going. No, we really don't, Roger. Really? Yeah, because, you know, when I was looking at the map and everything, uh-huh. there is a town named Shady Grove in Ohio. Just down the road? Just down the road. Well, we got to go there. We got to go. So we don't need to throw a dart? We don't need to throw the dang dart. We'll just go. We'll just go. Awesome. Don't make me repeat myself. Okay. We're I... just going to go. Okay, let's okay, go. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Well, this is... Uh... <laughs> been an interesting show. I'm uh, uh, anxious to hear it. Lots of U-turns. Yeah. That's a strange thing, you know, just remembering exactly what we did. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, um, okay. Well, we'll get down the road. This will be a nice, easy uh, travel day. That's right. And uh, we'll come back next week, and we'll do this whole thing again. And um, right here on Truckers Radio USA, this has been the Americana Road Show. On Truckers Radio USA. That's and right. don't forget to look out behind you. It's the Terrier.